Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This week's episode of The Cinema is sponsored by The Light Cinemas. The Light Cinemas is a gorgeous chain of cinemas that are up and down the UK and they have just opened up a new one in Adelston in Surrey. We've been twice already, and it's not just a cinema. They serve freshly made pizza, sharer plates, coffee, great wines, craft beers, and cocktails. Best of all, there's amazing reclining seats in every screen, which I thoroughly enjoyed in this week's episode. And it's a fantastic place to go, not just to see a movie, but for a night out. Hello, it's Dave here, and I'm with my wife, Cathy. Hello. And you're listening to The Cinema, where we walk to and from the movies. Yes. Today, we're going to go see Venom with yes. Tom Hardy. Which I have no interest in. Apparently it's two hours and 20 minutes long. Is it? Yes. So I'm just going for two reasons. A, because I'm a nice wife and Dave wants to go. And B, because my sister is very kindly babysitting. Okay, hang on. I don't want to go. I feel like we should have used the babysitting time for something better than going to see Venom. (laughs) Yes. We're doing this because... um, We're doing this really for for you people out there. (laughs) Because I don't... I think this looks like it's going to be really bad. Oh, well, um, you're interested in the character in the movie, right? I am, to be fair. I am yeah. interested. I'm kind of... All right, but if, if, we do, if we weren't doing a podcast, I wouldn't go to the cinema to see this. is the kind of thing I would catch if I was a little bit desperate and a little bit curious at, like, midnight on a Saturday night oh. at home by myself uh, six months from now. So right. I, I don't think this is, like, a cinematic experience. I think it's... From the trailers I've seen, it, it doesn't look but very wait, good. Isn't it, like, a Marvel movie? Yeah, but okay. All right, well, let's get into this whole thing. Wait, it's, it's, wait, is it Marvel movie like the way Spider-Man's Marvel movie, but it's not MC Universe? It's not in the MC Universe. Right, okay. It's not made by Marvel Studios, who make the Avengers and all that stuff. This is made by Sony Pictures okay, because right. Sony Pictures own the film rights to Spider-Man and all associated Spider-Man characters. Um, so they made the Sam Raimi trilogy with Tobey Maguire. Then they made the Andrew Garfield ones, which were very financially un- considered very unsuccessful. And so after those two, they renegotiated with Marvel Studios to allow them to bring Spider-Man to the cinematic You know Marvel you've explained all universe. that to me before, right? I'm explaining it to, to people who might not know this. That stuff. this is the Sony version, which is why you're not interested, because you're obsessed with MC Universe. I think it can be quite confusing to people, because this will have the Marvel logo on yeah. it. Um, but but, you, you but it's not the character? same universe as Iron Man and all this. No, saw okay. Teaser before that, I thought looked alright. Hang on, I'll be I'll be clear. I grew up on the the Spider-Man animated series from the '90s, which I loved, and Venom was my, absolutely my favorite villain. I think he's uh, he's great. It's a, it's a, it's an amazing concept. This alien evil symbiote that uh, <coughs> melds with melds with you and. Uh, sort of absorbed Superman's of Spider-Man's powers. It's, like there's some really oh, interesting I think I might stuff. I remember in here. that actually from the cartoon. Well, it was also in Spider-Man Three, played and Topher Grace. Oh God, right! I remember yeah. that. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm much more into Tom Hardy than I am into Topher Grace. So the character is very interesting. This just looks like really bland. Um, I only saw a teaser, origin. like maybe last year, and the teaser looked really good. But I haven't seen a full trailer for it. 
Okay, but look, I'm, I'm going to try and park my preconceptions that there are. That long-winded explanation was basically me correcting you for saying that I want to see this or I'm excited to see so this. So what you're not telling really. me, what you're telling me is that I am wasting my Sunday morning Two hours and 20 minutes. cinema with you because I thought I was being nice. I'm going to see a new superhero movie with you. Well, that's what. It, that's the other thing I had to correct because if at the end of this, you've had a horrible two hours and 20 minutes. I'm not taking the, I'm not shouldering the burden. You don't have to shoulder it because this new cinema we're going to, which is quite near our house, is so near our house that I could just walk home and get up and leave if I'm not enjoying the movie. Are you going to leave? Are you, get, are you priming yourself to leave? I'm just saying, I, I've done it before and I'll do it again. I would never do it if we were like the other end of the city and we'd gotten a train or something. But when it's within walking distance and my sister's hanging out at home, faux show. Sure, For the record, home. you haven't actually left a movie since Independence Day Resurgence. Is that correct? Uh, I think so. I mean, that was really bad. And again, that was quite near our house, so hence me leaving. That was also the day of the Brexit vote, potentially, and I was like quite depressed. And I was like, I do not need to be in this movie. Um, but today I'm in a good mood, so we'll see. Um, right. All right, here we are. We're here now. We'll see you on the other side of Venom. I'm Eddie Brock. I'm a reporter. I always seem to find myself questioning something the government may not be looking at. I found something really bad. And I have been Who's that bad? Who's that bad? taken. Look around at the world. What do you see? A planet on the brink of collapse. Human beings are disposable. But man and symbiote combined. This is a new race, a new species, a higher life form. Okay, we've just seen uh, Venom. Uh, quick correction: it's not two hours and twenty minutes long. I don't know why. If, if so Google can be wrong. If you Google <laughs> Venom running time, it says two hours and twenty minutes. Uh, but IMDb is, says it's one hour and fifty something. And so. it's funny because I thought it was two hours and twenty, and I was like. This movie really zips along. <laughs> like, it's the fastest two-hour twenty. Do you know what they've done such a good job of? Like it dragged a little bit, and then of course, no, it wasn't two hours and twenty. But yeah, overall opinion, honestly, I enjoyed it much more than I thought I would. Now I do always tend to enjoy the origin stories of of superheroes, then just um, established superheroes picking up stories that I've forgotten about, um, and I didn't. I don't know, it will be interesting to hear your thoughts on it if, if it's true to the comics or the cartoons that you've seen, but I didn't know any of it, so I found it really enjoyable, mainly because of Tom Hardy's performance. He's so funny! I yeah. never knew he was that funny. Like, he's a brilliant comedic actor. He just like shines throughout the whole movie, and like he does a fantastic job. Um, so I enjoyed the humour, I enjoyed the baddie of is it Riz Ahmed. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the setup of all the stuff with the lab and the space travel, and I enjoyed the setting of San Francisco. I was a bit dismayed by the love interest played by Michelle Williams. For anyone who's seen I Feel Pretty, where she does kind of a taking the piss performance of a of a kind of wispy voiced woman. She's doing that in this movie. But that's weird because that's not what she should be doing. Um, she's playing like a lawyer, his girlfriend, and yeah. Who we I never find, see do any law. Yeah, I find her particularly strange, uh, her performance, and I found her character. Like the dialogue, a lot of the dialogue in the movie, Tom Hardy's dialogue too with Venom, I thought was really cheesy. And like Tom Hardy could pull it off, hit the, 
the back and forth between him and Venom worked because Tom Hardy's so good but it was I didn't think very well written but she wasn't able to pull off the bad lines she had um, but yeah overall honestly I enjoyed it because the cinema we were at which is so nice our new favourite cinema light cinema and they have um, the light the light cinema and they have reclining seats and at the start I thought oh well I don't care if this movie's bad because I'm really tired and I'll just have a nap and I'll like really enjoy lying on these seats but in the end I didn't nap <laughs> so that's that's the best I have to say for the movie really I stayed awake for the whole thing enjoyed it and thought it was oh, a, zip, wow. a zippy two hours and 20 minutes you don't see that on a poster <laughs> no. I stayed awake for the whole thing I mean if you're in a reclining Four seat star. and you're tired because your baby's been keeping you up at night like I think fair play to me for staying awake uh, yeah I I quite enjoyed it as well it's fine it's uh, it's, it's perfectly good it's not it's not great it's um, I, I pretty much agree with everything you've said Tom Hardy is great fun in this uh, funny, I never knew. He's he just commits so much to this. That's what I thought. He's giving this performance his all. Yeah, and and that you can. He's not embarrassed that. to be there. No, you cannot say that for a lot of superhero movies where you really feel like people are phoning Sorry. in the performances okay. or going way too hammy. Or he was just brilliant. Like I thought he was. Just, he's so good. Michelle Williams had nothing to work with. Um, and she's she's an Oscar-winning actress, or she's she's an incredible actress. Yeah, she's like, this she's is one of her first lines it. of the movie. You know what night it is tonight? Date night. Don't forget to feed the cat, honey. Um, <laughs> her, the lines weren't her fault, but how she delivered them was her fault. The lines weren't her fault, but her and Tom Hardy were they struggled whenever yeah. they were on screen together. Um, they're supposed to. I mean, they were written to have this sort of. Um, quirky jokey banter sort of relationship which doesn't at all work no. um, it's the kind of thing that okay I guess tangentially thinking of Spider-Man I think worked well with Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone but they were teenagers in, it yes. works better with te- like teenagers oh, teenagers work really hard to be quippy and funny with each other and like honestly like I don't think that like an engaged couple like I don't think all of their conversations would be like that. Well, no, they were bantering about like date night and <laughs> yeah. feeding the cat. And, I just it didn't like, really work for me. No. It works for me, but like teenagers are pretentious and they try really hard. So it you can't them. you can't buy into them as a couple. So the relationship doesn't work. So there's really no jeopardy. Um, that's actually one of my biggest problems with this movie as a whole. There is no jeopardy at no stage. Did I feel any sense of threat or danger for any character? Um, yeah, I agree with that. Really, there's so there's no stakes. Uh, I think very. We'll talk in Spoiler Street about some last minute stakes that are introduced. Um, so really, the the only value in this movie is as a sort of body horror. Um, I guess symbiosis, sort of all the stuff with the um, Eddie Brock becoming Venom and yeah, Tom Hardy having a sort of a, a, an ongoing back and f- back and forth dialogue with him. That stuff's all very entertaining. So yeah, it's the origin stuff, uh, and that segment of the movie is very good. The third act is terrible. Yeah, the third act lost me. It, it's utterly pointless. But I cared enough about Tom, Har- Tom Hardy's character that I was I was following it, and I was really enjoying up until the third act all the special effects of. Like the the ways Venom would go to protect himself, like there's bullets shooting out a window. Suddenly, Venom's covered the whole window in like this black thing, 
um, Venom's arms are sticking out out of nowhere to do things like to catch cars that are coming up from behind him I really enjoyed all that stuff but then the last act when there was a lot of CGI fighting I just completely tuned out yeah, and, and that's where if the movie had been longer I definitely would have fallen asleep and it's not well executed it's a complete blur it's a mess uh, it's a ver- the action scenes aren't really well done here there is a few moments of of good invention but there's the execution's very poor so it doesn't work as an action movie it doesn't work as a drama it, the comedy kind of kind of does work whenever it happens but it fe- a lot of the comedy felt a little sort of old school this feels like the sort of superhero origin movie we would have got um, when they started doing superhero movies properly in the early 2000s don't you think it even has a um, its own uh, music, a song which was commissioned song, for the movie by Eminem was, we think it was Eminem we were listening at no, the end no it was I, I just googled oh, did you? it yeah it was Eminem rapping like get out of me we are symbiotic especially <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. hey, what is this wiki wiki wild wild west like it was really bad my name is Venom and I am also Brock <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's awful it was like when was the last time a movie had a, had a song to go with but it. again, I enjoyed the humor of it. This is the these are the, the elements of superhero movies that appealed to me. Like it was a it was a cool superpower that he got, like genuinely cool. Um, he was genuinely physically and emotionally battling with it. They executed the thing, the whole thing with like with a bit of fun, basically. And the stakes kind of went from naught to a million instantly. It is fun, but you know there were stakes involved in terms of his personal relationship and stuff. And we do have to say that like Riz Ahmed's really good. I really enjoyed him in the role, but I don't know if he was. Maybe I'm just getting older, but I felt like they were very all like all very young. Like I kind of enjoy when a villain, when a villain or the protagonist or somebody adds a bit of weight to the proceedings with their age. And I felt like watching Riz Ahmed and Tom Hardy that I didn't quite buy... Tom Hardy's not young. No, not young, but I just didn't quite buy Riz Ahmed in his role. It's probably the first time I've ever watched him in something where I've not 100% bought into him. And again, I just don't think the role was very well written. I don't think it's any reflection on him as an actor. It was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'm a scientist. I want to go to space. He's not sinister enough. No, he wasn't scary. No. and it was. Finding high-quality mental health care can be daunting and exhausting. That's why Cerebral offers convenient access to online mental health services, including therapy and medication management. Cerebral's diverse clinician team can help with anxiety, depression, insomnia, stress, grief, big life changes, and more. You can schedule and communicate with your care team through Cerebral's mobile app and attend your sessions from the comfort of your own home. Get started with or without insurance. Plus, you can now use FSA or HSA. Start your first month for 50% off at Cerebral.com slash ACAST. Like, I'm kind of sick of global warming being used as like, the standard tool now for any of these movies for anyone to justify their means um, it's just like oh yeah 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 in one generation everyone's going to die and next it's like mm, okay so you're not going to explore that any further then you're just going to say off the cuff in a movie that in one generation this planet's completely fucked and then and next now I'm moving on to the plot which I just I find a bit weird so I didn't quite buy him as the, the baddie and I didn't quite well, that's... buy their, their antagonistic relationship that's the uh, the problem with this movie and the screenplay. Does, there's no thought was applied to anything. It doesn't have anything to say. It doesn't really do anything particularly interesting with the Venom stuff. Um, it's it all quite, very like as you would expect. Yeah, I mean his power set is very much the same. 
the the sound. Anyway, we, we'll talk about it in spoilers. Yeah, let's uh, get to spoilers. I think. Let's turn but on yeah, to spoilers. Yeah, definitely. An look, enjoyable Sunday morning viewing. Oh, it's fine, yeah. and it's actually like it's again. I I don't know if I'd recommend like paying to go see this. I think this is the kind of thing you'd check out. Check out on uh, at home a few months from now. It's it absolutely is is. There's an, a good enjoyable section in the middle of this. Compare this to Ant Man, which we saw like a month or two ago. This is way better than Ant Man Two. Uh, like, I would say hands down better. I mean, it, yeah, it's kind of hard to because Ant Man, the first Ant Man, I know a lot of people didn't like, but I did like because again it was fun and it was an origin story. And then Ant Man Two was just boring. And I would say similarly, if somebody brought out a Venom Two, I certainly wouldn't go and watch it. Albeit I'll enjoy him showing up Presuming he's going to show up in a Spider-Man movie or something I'll definitely enjoy seeing him again And I'll be like really glad know. to see him I don't know if he can Because Spider-Man is now in the the Avengers universe But I don't they must know be planning on doing something with him right Or they wouldn't make this movie Like they wouldn't just make this as well, a one They are clearly planning sequels yeah. let's, uh, we'll, Okay let's turn we'll tur- We're turning on to Spoiler Street So spoilers Street. for Venom now um, um, there's so, not much to spoil, really. I, well, one thing that I thought was like, like you said, in terms of Jeopardy, there's literally no Jeopardy, no Jeopardy, except his personal Jeopardy with Venom. And then suddenly it's like, oh, the whole world's about to be destroyed if this rocket launches in five minutes. But what personal Jeopardy with Venom? Just like the fact that he was taken over and like his liver was failing, and you know, there was a little bit of his own. But, yeah, personal but you, you never felt like, like oh, I never I felt like he was going to die or that he was ever under no. threat. So that, so that doesn't work as it Jeopardy. Didn't, I'm just saying it literally went from that to oh, the whole world's going to um, die if this rocket takes off in five minutes. But okay, the la- the third act sort of shift for Venom's motivations. D- d- wasn't earned oh, either. I went to the bathroom when I came back, and Venom was a goodie. Yeah, so it's I was like, like, wait, what happened? A minute, to Venom? like literally five minutes earlier, Venom had been like, right, uh, right, Eddie. The plan is we're going to get to the rocket so we can bring all my, um, all my millions of uh, people back, which is what the other guy's plan is, Riot or whatever he was called. Um, and then, and then just suddenly he's like, no, no I've decided we're going to stop Riot because I like this planet. I think it's because he fancied Michelle um, Williams. No, but it, it didn't really make any sense. And it, he got a throwaway line like, oh, on my planet, I'm also a bit of a loser, so I'm going to stay here. Where I'm, it's that like, did make me laugh, though. The, who voiced Venom? I thought the voice was funny. I mean, that was, it was, a fun, that was a, quite a, a fun little line, but you can't, that, you can't base a complete 180 um, de- a degree turn in, in motivations for the primary character based on a throwaway line. And I think a lot of the problem with Venom himself as a character, not uh, Eddie Brock, is that he was a little too jokey. Um, he he's supposed to be like he he never felt scary or threatening, which he kind of should be considering he's this big horrible monster. I think he was a little bit scary until we actually met him. So at the start, when Eddie is first um, taken over by him, and he's like, "Eat!" and he's like screaming and. And that was a little bit scary, but then as soon as we met him, he's just a comic character. Well, that, and I that did was, enjoy that was him. The problem like, when he's really actually calling scene. him a pussy and things like that. It's yeah, like, it's like no, you're playing this for laughs now. So suddenly, I don't feel like there's any, um, there's no tension to their relationship. No, they were like, they were like a buddy cop. And then at the end, now we're on Spoiler Street. So at the very end, we think Venom's died, and then it's like, oh no, Venom's alive. But of course Venom had died. It was just like, But I know, but I thought they'd at least show us the fact that Venom didn't die. And then we learn repeatedly throughout this movie, right, that Venom and his species can't handle high frequencies. It's really spelled out for us. And then kind of two minutes to go before the rocket launch that's going to end the world, um, we see Michelle Williams, I can play dirty too. And she somehow finds this high frequency she can turn on. So the two monsters leave 
Riz Ahmed and Tom Hardy and suddenly it's just the two men fighting which I enjoyed that ends very quickly because then Michelle Williams just stops playing the noise <laughs> yeah. so the monsters come back again <laughs> yeah. and the bad monster has time to get on this rocket launcher and like get up to the sky and only for Tom Hardy would have succeeded so it's like Michelle Williams is like I can play dirty too and then she just turns off the sound and is like bye this is one of those screenplays where um, they never interrogated anything in it it never got to the second or third draft stage where you have to well, be Dave, like I'm sure it got past the first draft stage well, no, but it's missing that it's missing the, the thing like hang on does this make sense wouldn't this happen wouldn't you like, have done this in the last minute then not the second last minute and then just stop doing it all the questions that we're asking nobody sat with the screenwriters and, and were oh, like I'm sure they did no no but the problem is all these questions for instance um um, Jenny Slate, uh, the scientist character who brings Eddie Brock in, they're looking for who is it? Who broke into the lab? Nobody looks at security footage. <laughs> know, yeah. Nobody noticed that the security guard spoke to her. She yeah. was the only or that person her badge there. Swiped in. Like all of these things don't make sense, and they can easily be like just tweaked. If just you- say there's no camera in that corner of the lab. Just, That's it. Oh, grand! Well, now we well, know not even who that. It is. I mean, if you spend half an hour or an hour at these things, you spend a day get get some somebody to come in, an expert to punch up this script. It feels really did feel like a first draft, as did all the dialogue. There was a, a recurring uh, dialogue of people like saying to Ad- Eddie Brock, "Enjoy the rest of your life, Eddie," and it happened. <laughs> it happened twice. <laughs> two scenes it in a row. Twice. I, like, but was, I thought that was deliberate, though, because, because I thought his boss was echoing the sentiment of the baddie who'd gotten him sacked in the first place. So I actually thought that was like a deliberate script device. But if you just fired somebody, you wouldn't say to them, enjoy the rest of your life when you have a very healthy working relationship with them, except for this one incident. There was an interesting thing, actually, that I I thought... So Tom... What's his name again? Hardy. Uh, Tom Hardy. No, what's his character's name? Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock is like an investigative reporter, right? And then it kind of gets hinted at one throwaway line in that the network owns his name as a brand. So when he gets the sack, he can't get another job because he can't use his own name. I thought that was really interesting in, in, in like how an, a corporation completely fuck you, basically. Um, now, what didn't make sense then is he can't get a job, right? He's no money. And yet he manages to have an apartment that he lives in and he gives $20 to a homeless person. So I'm like, wait, I thought you were on the bread line. Because um, he's a good guy. Yeah. But I mean, it's like classic sort of, again, just lazy, like, set up you can see them setting up the things that he's going to experience later as Venom you know he walks into the corner shop and she gets she gets uh, basically asked for protection mug, oh my God, uh, money I from a local I was so happy how at the did end. you not see that I coming that it had no resolution and he's going to become Venom later what did you think was going to happen so then at the and end it happened again I went ooh he's going to stop the body oh come on Cathy and was, they, they lined up all those dominoes there's a whole there's a whole section of when we get um, the montage of Tom Hardy's miserable life when he goes to the corner shop, he meets the homeless person. Then he goes upstairs. God, I hate my neighbor. Oh, I really enjoyed the neighbor scenes, both but of like, them. Yeah, but come, come on. on they were so... fun. The neighbor scenes were fun. Yeah, Don't be such a begrudger. No, they no. were really fun. It's... So he's got this neighbor listens to really loud music. And it's hard to explain it when he, when he becomes Venom and he goes into the neighbor. It's like quite a funny scene. Like I, I laughed loads in this movie. I, my point is, these are all beats we've seen a million times oh, yeah, before. I'm not saying they're not... They're they're not enjoyable because they're they're fine. And the movie it's like, rests on the shoulders of Tom Hardy. If a, Tom Hardy wasn't in it, I would not be probably praising it at all. No, he elevates it. Yeah. But these are but my 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 point is these are jokes. They're knock knock jokes. They're punchlines that we've a heard a million times he before. Because <laughs> <laughs> so my that's the whole this whole film just feels familiar. It's there's no there's nothing they didn't 
um, reinvent the wheel, they just rolled out the wheel. And, and okay, it, it's thanks just for like, that lovely wheel analogy. <laughs> Jeez, you've been waiting to make that one. No, just, I'm really struggling here. Come here. I just wish it had been 30 minutes longer so I could have had my nap. <clears throat> anyway, there's, I, I, I don't know what else to say. There's nothing there's else a, to say. Honestly, if you like Tom Hardy, I would say go and see it for him. Otherwise, There's a post-credit scene where they oh, reveal... Oh, I enjoyed the post-credit scene, right? Okay, no spoilers for Ant-Man, but there's a second post-credit scene at the end of Ant-Man. Is that the worst post-credit scene I've ever watched, right? This was a genuinely good post-credit scene. No, it wasn't. Yeah, like... I finished up on the article because I'd been dying to know who he was going to interview and then we get there and it's Woody Harrelson and he looks like um, this is my second time referencing Ronald McDonald in a row but he looks like Ronald McDonald who's he playing? so he's a he's a character called Carnage so there's another symbiote who uh, melds with a serial killer um, right, and he's re- he's kind of a red version of Venom, and he's called oh, okay. Carnage. I enjoyed that. I genuinely was like, I want to see what happens next with that story, which never happens to me with end credit scenes because it was like a new thing. It wasn't just an in joke that I don't care about. But if you've got a, ca- but that is an in joke. What what else? Well, like it was that setting was... up a further plot. He said, "When I get out of here," and I was like, "Ooh, what's he gonna do?" When it, when I get out of here, dot dot dot, there's going to be Carnage. Yeah, but I didn't know his name was Carnage. I just feel like if you had to introduce, if you had to tease that there's going to be a character called Carnage, would you do it in? Would you do it in that way? Is yes, that if how I was writing this it? movie. <laughs> and also, it was like, I don't know. It didn't make me excited. I, I don't want to watch that. Oh God, movie. I don't care about it. But I thought, oh, it's actually interesting. It's not just like a crappy homage to like some stupid ant playing the drums. Um, but anyway, we better go. I think we've said all we have to say about Venom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. But yeah, no, it's funny. It's it's turned into one of these movies that we probably liked equally, but I'm like surprised I liked it more, and you're like probably a little disappointed. So we've ended up somewhere in the middle. No, I, I thought it was better than I was expecting. It's certainly worth having a look at it for for Tom Hardy. He's yeah, like he he's shines such a in this, out. and he's so sweaty. He should just give it a full comedy. Honestly, he should. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so thank you for listening. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to us on anywhere you listen to podcasts particularly Apple Podcasts is a very good place to do that for us and follow us on Twitter Instagram and Facebook and thanks for listening at the cinema at the cinema sorry yeah always at the cinema oh and we're at the cinema or cinema at gmail.com if you want to drop us an email okay bye okay bye
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revelhorwood, Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.